Hello and welcome to another podcast at Equippers Church Dunedin. Today's sermon is brought to you by Pastor William Levy. Is that a big theological statement right there? But I think when Jesus comes into our life, something happens. We might not be, happens, that's a great word changes and happens at the same time but there's something that happens and and even if you might have the shyest personality in the world even if your generosity is just a smile then there's generosity uh so so hear me on that i'm not i'm not wanting to labor this anymore but i I just wanted to just go you know what god is doing through this is is awesome and so um, wherever you step out in generosity, whether it's time, treasure, talent, words, whatever you do, what we'd love to hear is some testimonies. We'd love for you to uh, upline them, um, share them, come and talk to me. I'd love to just hear how you've stepped out, how you've just, uh, you know, maybe you were generous and some courage and, and you invited someone out uh, just for a coffee. And uh, just to get to know them a little bit better, or maybe you went and served someone, whatever. We'd love to hear how God uses you, um, because there's great testimonies in there. And so tonight, I, I want to I want to talk about us as a church, and I want to talk about you as 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 great leaders, uh, because in the life of the church, we need great leaders. Amen. Who believes they're a great leader? Put your hand up. All right, everyone in and put your hand up. You need to stand up right now. Now, okay, everyone who's lying now, stand up. Oh, there's people who are just not leading right now. Um, no, you are all great leaders. But you are all serving and giving your life for Jesus. You're all giving the best. You're all doing your best. You're all having a great go and... And all that, but what I know is there's someone else who is doing their best to tear you down, to tell you that you're not doing your best, to tell you that you're useless, to tell you that you you haven't you haven't made the mark, and obviously that's the devil, and and so we have to learn how to combat this um, because giving our best and doing our best is hard work. Right? Because you're just doing, oh, I'm just doing my best to feel good about myself this morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? I mean, because we, 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 we live in this Christian world that puts pressure on us, whether it's um, intentional or unintentional, uh, un- unintentional about being perfect. I don't know if you're here tonight and you're feeling free from that. I, I pray you are. But a lot of the times we, we sort of measure ourselves up uh, against, the, uh, against how Jesus lives because we're encouraged through the Bible to become more and more Christ-like. But then this pressure comes on us from the devil because he's a dirty rotten scoundrel and he knows how to push people down about this, even in our Christian worlds where we've got we've to stand up and we've got to be this person. And so tonight, what I want to do, and, and there's something that the Lord's pressed on my heart, is I want to remind you of who you are and who is living inside of you. And as we're, praise the Lord, tomorrow is winter. 
If you are unsure about that, the bearer of good news right now. If you weren't sure of that. In the natural, there's the winter seasons. But in the spiritual, there's the winter seasons as well. Sometimes they coincide with each other. Sometimes they don't. But we have to stir up. We have to know who we are in God every single day to stand tall and just and 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 know who Jesus is in your life to 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 say, you know what? I'm a child. I'm a daughter of God. I'm a, I'm a son, a daughter of the Most High. Today is going to be a good day. Today, I'm going to see things change in my world. And I want us to stir that up, and I'm going to just share into it just a little bit. And most of you may know the scripture. If you don't, that's okay. But you would have heard a part of it in Second Timothy chapter 1. Most people will know what verse? 7. Second Timothy chapter 1. But I want to read, just share quickly, through the passage, I want to read through it a little bit, and then I, the last verse is really the one that I want, to, I want to land on, but we've got to get the context of everything. So 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 3, it says this. Um, it says, Timothy, I thank God for you, the God I serve with a clear conscience, just as my ancestors did. Night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted. And I will be filled with joy when we are together again. Verse 5. I, re I remind you, I remember, sorry, your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know that same faith continues strong in you. This, this is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gifts God gave you when I laid my hands on you. For God has not given you a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Some translations will say sound mine. So never be ashamed to tell others about the Lord. And don't be ashamed of me either, when, even though I'm in prison for Him. With, with the strength God gives you, be ready to suffer with me for the sake of the good news. For God saved us and called us to live a, a, a to a life of holy to live a holy life there we are he did this not because we deserve it but because that was his plan from before the beginning of time he chose us before the beginning of time he knew before the beginning of time to show us his grace through Christ Jesus and now he has made all of this plain to us by appearing of the appearing of Christ Jesus, our Savior. He broke the power of death and illuminated the way to life and immortality through the good news. And God chose me to be a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of this good news. That is why I'm suffering here in prison. But I am not ashamed of it, for I know the one in whom I trust. And I am sure that it, he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until the day of his return. Verse 13, here we go. Now hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching you learn from me, a pattern shaped by the faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus. Through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us, carefully guard this precious truth that has been entrusted to you. Carefully guard this precious truth 
that has been entrusted to you. All through this passage of Scripture, Paul's talking to Timothy. He's talking to him about a little bit of his history. He's talking to him a little bit about what he's going through. He's encouraging him about what, what we should do. What we, it says there, you know, remember to talk about the gospel, tell the world that Jesus lives. But he gets to this point in verse 13. It says, hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching that you learn from me. I pray that you learn something tonight from me if I'm bold enough to put myself in this position because I'm preaching and teaching the Word of God. These are obviously the words of Paul. But I pray my heart as, as pastor, as, as, as I'm speaking to you as leaders, as individuals of people who, who serve in the life of the church, I pray tonight that you get some of this because if we get it right, God's going to release a freedom into your heart that you've never ever uh, felt before. And so it says this, it says, hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching you learn from me, a pattern shaped by what? Faith. It's shaped by faith. And love. I want to take pressure off us tonight. I want to, I want to take precious, pre, precious off you. The precious. <laughs> I want to take pressure off you tonight about having to be perfect. As a leader, you've got to do this. You've got to be this. You've got to be that. You've got to look like this. You've got to support the calves. You've got to... Do all sorts of things, but we in, in, in Christian worlds sometimes this 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 unintentional pressure comes on because we think we have to live above reproach. We have to be this person, and and don't get me wrong, if there is sin in our worlds, we've got to deal with it. But the Bible doesn't say it's my job to deal with your sin. My job is to love you through it and to lead you out of it. And to point you in the right direction. My job is not to magnify any sin in your world. My job is to love you through it and to point you to faith. That's the pattern that Paul's talking about. And so, I, I, this is, I, I, I just know that God's doing something in this moment. I know that he's, He said, This is what I want you to preach to your leaders, to the people that are serving. And because I want freedom to come into this place tonight. I want you to know who you are in Christ. Paul was talking to Timothy. Don't right right back in the, right back in the beginning. He's like, remember when I laid my hands on you, that God has not given you a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Have, have you ever been fearful? What about today? What about yesterday? Maybe fearful on. On having a conversation with someone. What about in church on Sunday? Oh, there's a new person. Oh, oh, oh. oh I don't know if I, I don't know if I've got the courage to go and talk to that person. Why is there fear there? It's not a bad fear, is it? Is, is, but sometimes we're like that. Um, maybe there was, maybe you've had a disagreement with someone, and there's no freedom there, and you're like, oh, I'm not sure if I can talk to that person now. See, if there's no freedom, that's because there's a fear there. But here's the thing, when we move on to this next scripture that I want to share, it's going to come up on the screen in 1 John chapter 4. It says this. Wish that worked, eh? It says this. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. 
God is love and all who live in love live in God. And God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid of the day of judgment. But we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this world. Such love has no fear. Because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. We love each other because he loved us first. If we leave that up there, that would be great, please. So if fear comes into our life, it's because we haven't experienced his perfect love. Now, this is, I think this is a major thing that we can get on tonight. Like, why am I fearful about that situation? You know, what, what could the situation be? The situation could be anything. It could be learning how to work through a disagreement. It could be learning how to um, love someone. It could be learning how to talk with someone, approach someone. It could be learning how to be, you know, not just the person at Red Frogs who flips the pancakes, but the person who goes and talks to someone and, and, and maybe says, hey, you want to go skating or you want to go and shoot some pool or something like that. There's, there's a hesitancy sometimes when we're, we have fear, even when it comes to our, 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 of who we are when we're talking about our faith. It's like, you know, we don't, we don't want to be around, go around bashing people over the heads with Bibles, but also we don't want to be the quietest mouse in the house. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like, so, so there's a fear sometimes of like, oh, oh, there could have been an opportunity then when I, I could have just prayed for that person. But what would they think if I said, can I pray for you? Do you know what I mean? There's a, there's a hesitancy. There's, there's something that we get to when we're, we're approaching our worlds. And, and, and I want to deal with this. I want to, and, and, and again, I'm not talking about us going around and, and, and smacking people with the Bible and pointing out anything, or like telling them they, they are winners or sinners or all that sort of stuff. Like the, the person in Oxford Circus in London with a megaphone. Some of you know that story. But uh, I do want to lead us to a place where there's no fear when we can say, hey, look, um, would you, I could pray about that. Just a simple conversation. Because I don't know about you, but who wants their life to, to step into that space of courage? To go, you know what? Yeah, I actually would. I think everyone, I don't, I don't need everyone to put their hands up, but I think all of us would like to be in that place because we love the people in our worlds, right? We really, I know we do. I know you love the people in your worlds, but something holds us back from just being that witness sometimes. Now, some people do it more than others, and I'm just generalizing tonight because I just believe God wants to do something. And so this, it says this, the perfect love that God has, uh, such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. My prayer all through this afternoon, all, all through yesterday, when I've been thinking about Vision Night and, and the leaders, I'm like going, Lord, what do you want to do? And he really just told me one thing. Is he goes, I want to pour my love out on my people. I want to pour my love out on my leaders. 
I want to I want to fill them afresh again. I want them to have an encounter with me that that, that only they can have with me. Uh, I don't want every single person to experience Jesus. I, I want every single person tonight to know the love of God in their hearts and every situation to go you know what Lord even in the hard times even when it's when I need courage I know that you love me God I know that there's nothing that I can do that can separate me from the love of God I know even though when I might be going through the valley of the shadow of death I can fear no evil I can even though that I, I might be down and, and I might have a pack of um Assignments that I need to get done or, or works treating you like the way they're treating you or, or, or you might be dealing and, 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 and being frustrated in a relationship or you might be believing for a job or you might be, these are, see, all of that stuff can get on top of you and can get to a point where, you, where you're suppressed and you're pushed down. It might be something in your e-group. You're like, oh, I've got to, I've got to lead an e-group. Guess what? For an e-group, you don't have to be perfect. If you don't know the answer, just say, I don't know the answer. I do it all the time. I don't know the answer. If someone asks me a question and I don't know the answer, I'm happy with saying I don't know the answer. Because then I go back to them and say, well, why don't you go and do some research? And I'll go and do some research. And we'll get back and we'll talk about it. Most of the time I forget about it. And then they come back to me and they've got the answer. And sweet. <laughs> and I've learned something. But, but again, let, let's continue to stir up our heart. When, and, and we've got to be purposeful about this. Because dreary day in Dunedin doesn't happen often. But oh, I wasn't being funny then. But I was like, this is, Dunedin's beautiful. But um, it's colder. You know, we're sick of seeing puffer jackets. Because everyone's got a puffer jacket. It's puffer jacket city now for the next three months. There's black puffer jackets. That's all anyone's got. And you're walking around and, well, what about you? Yeah, you know, how do you stir yourself up in God? How do you not, not, how do you identify when the devil's having a go at you? Or where you're lacking in a little bit of courage because you don't know that God loves you in it. And this is what I feel tonight as we pray, as we worship. God is in it. God is in you. Paul talks about this. Remember, he's, he says that, um, uh, oh, that's fight. The, oh, there is. That was after one. He says, hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching you learned from me. A pattern shaped by what? Faith and love. Faith and love. You know, we don't have to be perfect. We desire to honor God with our lives. It doesn't mean we neglect stuff. It doesn't mean we don't deal with stuff. But, but we don't have to be perfect. As, as a pastor, I'm giving you... Well, if you, if you... Don't let the pressure of being perfect push you down. Let, let your, the heart of God's love lift you up and work through those issues. Work through that sin. Work through Because everyone's got sin. All right? Just in case you're wondering. Everyone's got sin. But you let the Lord lift you up. You let the perfect love, such love has no fear. 
You don't need to be worried about if God's upset with you. He's not upset with you. He loves you. He loves you. You missed an opportunity to pray for someone. He loves you. He loves you. You, 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 didn't, you, you had a bad day and you, and you let loose on someone. He loves you. He loves you. But as a church, come on, let's know that love and let's be prepared to reproduce that out of our lives. And who knows the wedding chapter? Anyone? First Corinthians chapter 13. It says this at the end of First Corinthians chapter 13, 13. It says, These things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the what? The greatest of these is love. So again, just again, pushing into God's love. Pushing into God's love. Believing again for another encounter of the grace and the love of Jesus. As we're going through whatever we're going through, oh, we might be getting a little bit tired. We've been doing double services again now for, for four months. Oh, I'm getting a little bit tired. And we're coming into that space of, of the students are going to get it, go away for a month. And it's going to be like this or whatever. Come on, let the love of God stir you up to believe and have faith that, that there's people in, in the world that live in Dunedin other than students. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And, and we're, we're, we, we love students and, and they're on our doorstep and, and we've got prophetic words about them, but they're not the, they're not the guess what? You're not the be all and end all. We're, we're about the. <laughs> Someone's bubble just got popped right there. It's like, oh, what? Hey, just, just go to the love of God right now. Just go to the love of God. But we're about reaching out to all of Dunedin and knowing that the love of God, God can use you and you like, and let the love of God fuel you. Let the love of God push you through stuff. As I said, uh, um, you'll know this, this um, testimony of how that, uh, that lady passed away. And that she was in, her son uh, is in Oliver's football team, and I was able to talk to her for about half an hour. And that that morning, that she passed away that evening. But since then, the, the father's been bringing the son along and playing football. And you know, Ollie got invited to his birthday party, and and I'm just all I said was, "Hey, if there's anything I can do, let me know." And so he approaches me, uh, um, coming towards his his son's having a birthday party, and he goes, "Hey." Would you like to come along and, and, and transport some of the kids for me? I'm like, yeah. We're going laser strike too. But I, I didn't play. I just supervised because I'm an adult. <laughs> I was like, when, we, when I found out we weren't playing, I was like, oh. Anyway. But again, just going... What's this like? Now, I'm hanging out there and, and there's party food and, and, and there's, there's, the, there's their lifestyle and their culture and, and there's a whole lot of people there. They weren't really wearing a lot and smoking along and all this sort of stuff. But what do I do? Do I go, oh, I'm just going to drop Ollie off and I'm out of there? No. I'm there. I'm like going, hey, how's it going? Talking to people. Because what, what does Paul say in... Um, uh, where is it now? I can't remember. First Corinthians 14. Oh, it says this, let love be the highest goal. Let love be the highest goal. Do I like hanging around with people who are not wearing a lot of clothes and are smoking? 
not particularly. It's not the highest thing on my list, uh, just in case you're wondering. But Paul says when he's with the Jews, he does what the Jews do. When, when he says when he's with the Gentiles, he's with the Gentiles. It doesn't mean he's not outside of the law, but he's still with the Gentiles. And, and, and what I'm saying here is when we're with people, don't be a, a nerdy Christian. <laughs> Just be you. Uh, talking to Andy, or I wasn't talking, Justine was, but talking to Andy Goulet, who's the founder of Red Frogs. He knows that, and in, in where, where they're from, that Sunday night is party culture. So after church on Sunday night, him and a few guys go where? They go down the pub. And they have an orange juice. And then the people that are there remember their faces because they've served in Red Frogs. And they're like, oh, you guys seem to be okay. But they're not there outside the bar praying with, you know, <laughs> bollards going anti-alcohol or whatever. They are letting love be the highest goal. But if you can't show love, it means you, have, you, you, you might not be full of love. Because you might be showing fear. And we're fearful in those situations because it's awkward because we're Christians and we're not really practiced at this stuff. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, but I'm, I'm just saying tonight, let's take the pressure off us to be perfect. Let's take the pressure off us to, 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 to convert someone in two seconds. But let's open our worlds up. Let's be generous in our worlds to love people and, 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 and be in their worlds. And, you know, I, I pray, my prayer, my prayer is that one day you will see the Father and Son in church. But he's not going to come tomorrow. But we might be doing a kid's thing or we might be doing this. And I'll invite them. And they're like, oh, yeah, that, that might be an idea. And what could God do? You know, and so take the pressure off. Be you. But don't be fearful and not step out and let God move in your heart. The culture of letting Jesus love you. For per such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. The perfect love. If we are if we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. My prayer tonight is that we experience God's perfect love. You'll 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 know in Ephesians. Um where is it? Mr. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter three. Um Verses 17, it says this, Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust him. Your roots will grow down in, your, in God's love and keep you strong. And you may have the power, and may you have the power to understand as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ. 
though it is too great to fully under, to understand fully. I love that scripture. I love it because every time you have an encounter with God, there's more more to have. There's more to have. There's more to have. As you as you know the love of God more and more in your life, you'll then show the love of God more and more in your life. Why? Because perfect, such love casts out. Uh, perfect love expels all fear. And so, so tonight, this is this is our environment. This is us as a church. This is not a well. It's an, every meeting's an open meeting, but what I'm saying is this is a lead, this is an environment where I want to give you I want to give you the opportunity to relax and receive, because I know you all give out. I know you're all serving. And on a Sunday, and I know you're all doing this and you're doing that, and and even sometimes when preaching's going on and there's older calls, sometimes you want to respond, but you feel the need to to lead and to and to minister and pray to other people. Maybe you can't respond sometimes because you're out serving or or whatever. I want to say tonight, to say to you tonight, you can respond to the Lord. You can, you can let him download another ex- encounter of Jesus' love in your life. You don't have to be anyone tonight. You're not hosting. You, you don't have to. I'm, I'm only going to get Andrew. He can, he can play and, and, and we can pray for him at the same time. But tonight, I'm just praying that you would be filled with the love of God. Because Paul says to Timothy, remember when we laid your hands on you, the love of God that came into your life. Remember the grace. Remember the anointing that God laid on your life. And so taking a moment in this hectic life, in this busy schedule, even as church, we've got a busy schedule. But taking a moment to stop and go, Lord, tonight, I have this fear in this area. But your word says this. Because of perfect love expels all fear, if we are afraid it is for fear of punishment and shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. You know, it's okay tonight to go, Lord, I, I get challenged in these situations. I need your love. I need your hand in this right now. I need you to come and move in my heart. It's okay to respond and let Jesus move in your life. It's okay to go, I haven't got it all together. It's okay to go, Lord, I need your help. Because that's what the whole Bible is about. It's our humility of knowing that we need Jesus. Why did, the, why did God put the law in place? Because it's impossible. You can't do it. You can't meet the needs. It's impossible to, to fulfill every single one of the laws in the Old Testament. It's all there pointing back to that we need Jesus. We need the Lord in our life. And it's okay to run to Him. It's okay to not have it all together. 
But when we run to Jesus and He fills us with His love, then we will overflow with what? We will overflow with His love. And so why don't we, why don't we jump to our feet? Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. For more information, please check out our website at www.thecookerschurch.com forward slash Dunedin.